All right, greetings. Welcome into Better's Last Stand here under the Pine Room Studios umbrella. We are in our beautiful studio. Yes, your eyes do not mislead you. Sitting to my left, camera's right, the one, the only, professional handicapper, betting analyst, Mr. George Kettlewell joins the program. His inaugural appearance here on Better's Last Stand, he's filling in for his twin brother, Mark, who's out on assignment. And we got Chris here, as usual. Uh, Thanks for joining us. Um, We are going to dive into some NCAA basketball. We got lots of opinions to get, a lot of things to break down here. Uh, Chris coming off a hot week last week, 4-1 and in his BLS picks. And be sure to check those out on Instagram, at the Pine Room Podcast, and on our Twitter, both our BLS PRP Twitter and the uh, Pine Room Podcast Twitter itself. You can see all that stuff. Uh, go to our link tree and you'll see all the links to the other various uh, social media sites. So be sure and check those out. We have picks going up daily. Uh, put the golf picks up there usually every Wednesday for Thursday. Tee off. Get Sam's racing picks, which the good news is we have our beautiful computer compliments of uh, Frizzy over in Bel Air. They put together an incredible machine for us there with our logo on it and everything. Uh, you'll be able to see that. Joe put it on the Instagram page as well. So you can check that out. It's gorgeous. It uh, is awesome. high powered. We're recording on the computer right now and then next week we're going to be able to have uh sam skype in with his racing picks he'll be joining us in the last segment of the show uh for the rest of the year hopefully to get his uh rundown of uh mostly racing but we'll ask him his opinions on on some of the other hot sports things going on that weekend uh from a betting standpoint so anyway back to chris four and one on the weekend uh last week with some uh some winners in college basketball xfl UFC, yeah. uh, and then you almost got know, Chris Bell missed by a spot, so you yeah. almost swept the board there. You kept us afloat. We were we were down on the week, about 5.8 units. Uh, coach, a bad week. Uh, myself, yeah. not very good at all. Sam did well in the cup race, not so great in Xfinity, but some late wrecks there kind of cost him. Uh, uh, coach, coach and I both had golfers in contention. We just... We couldn't quite get there. Uh, I had two guys in the top five uh, right right there. Victor Hovland was was outstanding. Yeah. Uh, a couple other guys that were right in the mix. So we're going to talk golf. We're going to mainly focus on college basketball here today. That's where we're going to go first. Uh, last night, the uh, Pitt Panthers get the job done, 60-59, to 59, as they uh, win and cover outright. Game stays under. Both games stayed under last night. And then Texas A&M, Corpus Christi. A three-and-a-half-point opener finished around four-and-a-half. You could have got it anywhere in that range. Um, I saw different books. So depends on the number you got. As uh, A&M Corpus Christi misses a free throw late, they made one of two to get to four. So if you had four-and-a-half, you're out of luck. If you had three-and-a-half, you're in good shape. If you had four, you got to push. So uh, chances are if you had that game, you might have been able to win all the way around. So uh, congrats to you if you did that. I, I was fortunate to have them minus three-and-a-half. I did have Mississippi State, um, so that was a loser. Champ, you had a heck of a night last yeah. night. Four and zero, I heard from from Mark Delbrook. He said four and zero. I did. I tried to tell Mark uh, who I played, and and you know. He don't pay attention to me anyhow, so it don't matter. Well, yeah, but he'll ask you who you like, and then you tell him, then he does the opposite. Uh, he does, yeah. You he puts more. the pressure on. He, he said you tried to talk him out of Pitt. Uh, I, I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> you liked Pitt line? You had Pitt, yeah. So I don't know what he was saying then. I, I must have got bad information. Oh, he was floating away in space. You know how <laughs> Was he drinking beer last night? Well, well what do you think? <laughs> oh, for the, for that meeting? Yeah, for that meeting, okay. yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, anyway, Champ 4-0 last night, so we're hoping that his hot yes. streak continues into the weekend. We're going to get his opinions on the brackets here momentarily. Uh, Chris, uh, thoughts on the games last night? Anything stand out to you from those two? Both games are actually somewhat entertaining. The first game littered with fouls. That Southeast Missouri State fouled like every play. Well, Matt, I, I, I hate to say this. I didn't check them out because my streaming service doesn't carry TNT. So I Well, they weren't on TNT. They were on True TV. Well, I don't get that either. So you don't get any of these. No. So you, chances are you'll never see a game. And listen, anything that begins with a T, True, Turner, uh, what TBS? TNT, yeah, so all three. Jeez, boy, oh boy, so I'm gonna you're gonna have to be at a bar, at a bar, or yeah, somewhere. Yeah, at least. So anyway, so I, oh, I, I send Chris. Somebody who watches the show out there, send Chris your CBS or Paramount ID so he can log in and watch the games over the weekend. Contact at thepinerandpodcast.com. Uh, what, what, help what, a guy is that out. Paramount. You can do it. CBS is owned by Paramount, so yeah. I mean, uh, Paramount Plus, and yeah. uh, then they they, they have an actual March Madness. Uh, the there's like an app for that as well so you can watch them on there too so all right well chris didn't get to see much i I did so So i'm I'm, i mean okay so we're going back to the drawing board (laughs) so uh champ what'd you think last night uh texas a.m corpus christi i know they kind of had you kind of pissed off a few Uh, times they were struggling to cover what they did they they couldn't make their foul shots and they were uh struggling going down the court and throwing the ball away and yeah, and champ. How often is it, that? That's a that's crucial, isn't it? Making foul shots, uh, foul and you and I get that mm-hmm. angers you because he it's a free that. shot. And there's another thing I don't like is uh, somebody fouling somebody doing a three pointer. Oh, that's the worst. That's the worst of them all. Yep. Then you give a guy three free shots. This yeah. is ridiculous. That's how you lose games. And usually the guy that's shooting for a three-pointer can make him, so he's going to probably make all three five shots. Yeah, but you, you have to, like, wave past the ball instead of making, con- in, yeah. making contact yeah. with him. Yeah, we've been there, Matt, with him. He yeah, gets he, upset. he gets very frustrated oh. with too many three-pointers and bad free-throw shooting or his two pet peeves. So if you ever play basketball for Coach Kettlewell, you better you better sharpen up on that. Or the one other thing about that, if if you're playing for Coach Kettlewell, he's going to kick the field goal in football. He will, yeah. Don't leave the. He might kick it on third down. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I can't wait to get his picks here as we get into the bracket. Uh, All right. So my observations last night weren't much. Uh, I I don't think any of those teams were great. The games weren't horrible. So I I mean I didn't mind watching them. A couple interesting tidbits here as we head in to uh we're just going to go region by region i'm going to get some of these guys opinions on who might be the hot team to watch out for uh quickly the mountain west 21 and 53 straight up since 2000 and actually that's wrong that's 2001 i had 2021 i typed 2001 they'd had a lot of teams in if it was just the last two years anyway mountain west has been horrible in uh in uh conf- or conference uh, NCAA tournament play they're 0 and 9 their last 9 straight up so mountain west teams uh maybe a fade here pit cheats death last night pit was the first team the prior were 0 and 348 to be out rebounded score 60 or less points shoot under 35% from the floor and under 60% from the free throw line and win a tournament game and i believe that was that, since 01 as well how but what's that say about mississippi state jeez always <laughs> under 35%. Jeez. Yeah. From the floor. They did absolutely nothing well at all. Out rebounding, barely scored. They hit 60 on the dot, under 35 from the floor, and under 60 from the free throw line, and still won. Zero and 348. Yeah. Yeah. So it had Gosh. to happen. Yeah. You know stats what Champ says? Yep. Yeah, the stats don't lie, and eventually every dog has his day. Yeah. Uh, yep. And then. 
Iowa, Iowa's Fran McCaffrey has never advanced past the first weekend in six tries as Iowa head coach. So, yeah, I uh, talk about so it don't later. count Fran uh, in for next weekend. He might win no. a first-round game, and then he usually gets his ass beat on Saturday or Sunday. So that guy's kind of a nut job now. He's always yelling at the officials and acting like a buffoon. So, <laughs> uh, and, you know, I'm all fine with yelling at officials, but not all the time. I mean, right. you got to be sensible for once in a while. A uh, couple other things. Massachusetts launches sports betting apps this week. Uh, Huge week for them, right in time for the March Madness tournament. And then this note will definitely interest Mr. Kettlewell here. Uh, Some of the states, Colorado and Michigan most notably, are talking with the WWE about making professional wrestling legal to bet on in their states. Come on, Colorado. Yeah, and and they said that, that, that... People would sign NDAs and the scripted matches wouldn't be revealed. Now, they do let you bet this stuff offshore, so I think it's fine with small limits. I think it'll be great. We'll never get it here in West Virginia, uh, unfortunately. I'm going to have to talk to some lawmakers because that'd be awesome to have bet on WrestleMania over well, at the track. It, it's just with the wrestling, though, there's just so many ways these matches end. I mean, you know, yeah. the guy gets counted out because he used a foreign object. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now, I know well, you, you know, you'd have to have a lot of house rules about how, right. they, how they actually, like, I know when I've bet them offshore before, it was who you the bet is cashed for whoever the guy's arm gets raised at the end, like and then whatever happens or however it works, however, okay. and no holds barred basically. But there's different ones that have that. Like if it's a disqualification, it's a refund. So like okay. if it was a double count out or something like that. Well, but uh, he would if, if he was still active wrestler, he'd Ric yeah. Flair. He'd bet Ric Flair every match. Can you imagine him scouring the wrestling? Like if I put out the sheets for wrestling matches, <laughs> like WrestleMania <laughs> 20, 39, and here he's going down through them all. That's uh, interesting. I never heard. that. Yeah, they're that. just talking about it right now. I know Michigan and Colorado were a couple of the states that now the Colorado legislature came out and said they would never allow that, but. What do they know? Mm. Politicians are a bunch of crooks anyway, except, yeah. except for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, all right, let's jump into the bracket right now. I know this is what everybody's been waiting for. Uh, now, this show will air on, on Friday, but I'm going to put uh, Champ's picks and uh, Chris's picks up uh, on social media. I got some from Mark as well. So we're, uh, we'll have you covered before the tournament starts. That way you can win your millions. I don't want anybody to miss out on this potential lucrative uh incredible endeavor here so uh i'm gonna grab my empty bracket here as i <clears throat> all right let's see if this is the one here yes all right because i want to fill these in as we go so all right let's begin now now when you say picks are you just talking about our bracket picks or you mean with the lines and everything no, well, no. both but okay no I... but the bracket mostly okay because right. I, I mean right now you this, I mean, if you have some games, if you want to look at anything Thursday, Friday, you like, but we'll see. All right, we'll get to that in a minute. Let's talk bracket first. Let's talk big picture. Let's talk who might be dangerous going deep in this tournament. All right, starting in the South region, Alabama, the number one seed here. They will take on the winner of last night's game, which was the Texas A&M Corpus Christi mm-hmm. Crusaders. <laughs> now the Islanders, actually. Uh, so they uh, obviously, I don't think anybody's going to be going against no. uh, Alabama in this spot. Um, now, all right, let's get to the game. The, the first game on the docket tomorrow, champ, uh, Maryland and West Virginia. Anxious to get your uh, interest. Okay, now this is the way I felt about it. I wanted Maryland to win this game. And I thought to myself, I said, Huggins, I said, I want WVU to win to see what Huggins is going to do with the Alabama. So I took WVU. Okay, so Champ is going to be on WVU. You're going to take him uh, minus the two points, Champ? Is that your plan? Minus two. Okay. Chris, uh, 
Thoughts on that game, and then just even advancing further, talk about Alabama versus the winner of that game. West Virginia, Maryland. I think that'll be a – well, they call it a slobber knocker. I mean, both teams are physical. Uh, West Virginia is not graced with elite offensive talent. So, you know, they play (laughs) – you know they they, right. they play defense in your face. They right. rebound and they they you know they they struggle to score sometimes. But uh, I picked Maryland, Matt. Okay, so I, then I, do you I, have? Is there any shot? Do either of you think that the winner of that Alabama West Virginia game can challenge Alabama at all? Uh, hey, I'll put it this way: <laughs> It's like W playing Alabama is like the PT one hundred and nine trying to sink a battleship. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, oh, so, see, that's the wisdom we can right. only get from him. Exactly. Absolutely phenomenal. Well, Matt, on my bracket, I, I I put Maryland to beat Alabama. So okay, I, right. I, I, well, I, Chris is saying there's a chance. All right, and I'm not changing it. So okay, I'm gonna go. So with let's that. drop down to the next tier of the bracket here: San Diego State and Charleston in Virginia versus Furman. Mm-hmm. How do you see things shaking out there, champ? I like Charleston for this one game. Okay, and I took uh, Virginia on the next. Game. All right, Chris. Yeah, I did the same thing. I think Charleston, uh, uh, them against San Diego State is a pretty intriguing matchup. It is. I mean, we, big contrast know, the, of styles. I, I think they're, yes, San Diego is a big defensive team. They slow it down. Charleston, they uh, they play wild. They create a lot of havoc. So And they like to play up-tempo. But yep. I did pick Charleston. I yep. picked we'll Charleston. all be pulling for uh, Charleston, obviously. Yes. For those of you who watch any of our Pine Room content or listen to our show on mm-hmm. WKKX, we're – Dalton Bowen, a uh, friend of the show, former West Liberty guy, uh, playing uh, leading the leading guy down, down there at Charleston. So hopefully uh, he he can carry them at least into the second round. I think that would be really yeah, cool if they get to uh, eventually match up with the winner of Virginia and Furman and then uh, possibly take on Alabama. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go down a little bit further then. we got Creighton, NC State, Baylor, UC, Santa Barbara. Champ, what are you, what are you thinking in those two games? Some people like North Carolina State, but I took Creighton. Okay. And the other game, Baylor, I took them. Okay. Did we skip Virginia Firm? Oh, no. Go, well, I mean, we did mention that, but uh, oh, did, okay. you, did you like uh, anything? Like, Do you see either Virginia or Furman being able to beat Charleston, or how does how? No, you, okay. I, got, I got Virginia uh, advancing barely uh, in the first game, and then uh, I have them beating Charleston. Okay. So, moving on. All right, so what do you think about those matchups there, Chris? Creighton, NC State, and then Baylor. Champs going with Creighton and Baylor. Uh, and what were your thoughts on uh, that? One? <coughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna take uh, both higher seeds here. I, although that the Creighton and NC State matchup just does absolutely nothing for me. I mean, it seems like yeah, I'm not a Creighton and, backer, and and it looks like you know that both both teams got uh, a couple big guys in the middle. I, I will be playing uh, Creighton in that game, mm-hmm. but but not by choice. I mean, I just think NC State's absolutely mm-hmm. terrible. I don't think they should even be and, in the tournament. And I got. Uh, I got uh, Baylor. I got Creighton to win. Uh, Baylor, uh, Baylor to win as well. Although they're they're playing like crap. They're two and four in their last six. And uh, I don't know. I mean, four teams have beaten three before, but I do have Baylor in this one against Santa Barbara. Okay, let's go down a little bit further uh, to the bottom part of the bracket. We got Missouri and Utah State in a game that I think is going to be a great game. Uh, and then Arizona versus Princeton. I, I will say this: Arizona. In this matchup, I think it's going to be an absolute bloodbath. I think they'll destroy Princeton. I think it'll be really, really ugly. That's one of the few games with a point spread of that size that I feel comfortable about. Champ, yeah. uh, thoughts on Missouri, Utah State, or Arizona, uh, Princeton? I have Utah State, and then I, I okay, Utah State, and I agree with you about Arizona. Okay, good. Uh, I feel better about my pick now, Chris. What are you thinking in those two seven ten and the two fifteen game? 
I agree totally with you on Arizona because I, I have them advancing uh, very far. Uh, and I even had it marked on here that the uh, Missouri-Utah State game. I think that's uh, going to be a really exciting up-and-down game. I mean, uh, both teams average over nine three-pointers yes. made a game, uh, although uh, Missouri uh, allows uh, opponents to shoot 35% from three-point range. So it looks like this game could be up and down, back and forth, and uh, that's tomorrow at 140. So that's going to be a good one. I pick Missouri, though. Okay. I, I like I like and Missouri I can, just barely, but yeah. those were two teams that I really liked that I was going to have going pretty deep in this mm-hmm. tournament. Of course, they play each other. All right, so let's go out a little bit further then. Champ, uh, who's your South Region champion? Would you, are you leaning with Alabama the whole way, or do you think any of the teams out of the bottom, uh, Arizona, Missouri, uh, Creighton? We, we have to look down at this. Uh, I already got my first picks. Right. I haven't gone to the next ones yet. All right, well... Uh, you, do you see anybody being able to knock Alabama out there, up there, or do you think that's going to be tough? Know, Alabama in the South, I think Alabama has it all the way. Right, I would I would tend to agree with you. I think it's going to be tough for them. I thought that region, maybe Arizona, if they can get by, but I think the winner of Missouri Utah State gives Arizona some trouble too. So right. we'll see, Chris. Well, what are your thoughts in the South region? Who did you end up going with as your selection? Well, I, for whatever reason, I. Uh, I have uh, Alabama losing in the second round, so I have uh, okay. I have it, it all the way out to Virginia and Arizona in the South uh, Region Final, and Arizona advancing. Okay, I, I just think Arizona's well, they got uh, the front line. If their good. guard play holds yeah, up, so I got, really I got Arizona from the South. All right, so Champ on Bama, Chris on Arizona, and I agree with Champ. I, I'm leaning towards Alabama there just because I think, uh, but I agree with Chris in a way. I think it could easily be Alabama, Arizona in the in the regional final. Mm-hmm. So, all right, let's drop down to the East. Purdue, Champ's boy Lurch in the Boilermakers. Taking on the winner of Fairleigh Dickinson and Texas Southern, which will be played tonight as we record on Wednesday. And then they will battle the winner of a great 8-9 game, Memphis and Florida Atlantic, a game I'm looking forward to. Champ, uh, obviously Purdue is going to win their Ride first. Purdue. Right, Rod Purdue. And then I have Memphis. Okay, you like Memphis. I think that's a strong pick. I think both them and Florida Atlantic, whoever wins that game, is going to be pretty tough to beat. But, uh, Chris, what do you think? Purdue, Purdue, obviously. And then what yeah. do you like in Memphis and Florida Atlantic? Uh I have a it's a good eight nine matchup, uh, but I have uh, Florida Atlantic advancing. Okay, FAU, yep, Chris, FAU Chris and, uh, on FAU Purdue on those two. Hey, they do have a better record through the year, but uh, let's see. You were impressed though with Memphis the other day against Houston. Remember you? Uh, you said, "Wow, they look good" because you had Houston. Remember well, on yeah. Sunday and Champ. This is their uh, Florida Atlantic's first uh, bid since two thousand and two. Florida Atlantic Owls. Yeah. Yeah, so. Okay, all right. That's who I like. Let's drop down uh, to the middle of this bracket. This will be in Orlando. Duke and Oral Roberts and Tennessee and Louisiana. Um, Duke Oral Roberts, champ, uh, good game. I'll tell you what. I think Oral Roberts, I'm going with them out one one time. Okay. I hope you're right. God, I hope you're right. And how do you feel about Tennessee and Louisiana? I went with Tennessee. Okay. Tennessee's got a good defense. They're going to be tough to beat. Chris, uh, what are your thoughts? Duke, Oral Roberts, Tennessee, I, I Louisiana. I have Duke. I mean, Oral Roberts does have the uh, longest winning streak in the nation. <laughs> right. Uh, it, but, but no, I, I just think Duke's too good. And, and they, uh, I think they've won like nine straight, I think. Yes. So I, so I got Duke uh, advancing and then uh, – Tennessee? Yes. I, I think this is going to be a great game, too. I, 
I, I took Tennessee, it. though. I yep. took Tennessee. I, I think mean, Louisiana's Tennessee all right. Tennessee struggles to score, but yeah, they, they, do, do. they do play they do. defense. Louisiana can shoot it at all, though, be in the game. All right, dropping down to the next tier, the 6-11 matchup, Kentucky and Providence, mm-hmm. Kansas State and Montana State. Now, this I mentioned about Arizona and my thoughts about how they're going to hammer uh, Princeton. I, I would say this is my next most confident blowout right here. Kansas State over Montana State. Big Sky has really been bad in these NCAA tournaments. Uh, Montana State got beat by 30 last year, and I had them. I picked them. I'm not getting burned again. That Big Sky can't keep up with these teams. Uh, K-State rolls. Totally agree because I was on here that uh, Montana State played at uh, Arizona and Oregon and, and got beat yeah. by twenty one and thirty. So I, I just, I mean, they've won fourteen and fifteen, but that, yeah. again, that's not the champ. You they're on? Not, they're not ready for the right. for this. Exactly, champ. You thinking Kansas State takes care of business? Yeah, I and, have Kansas State, and, then, and I have Kentucky. Okay, all right, Chris. What do you? Uh, what are your thoughts on that's interesting? That Kentucky matchup. That uh, the Bryce. Uh, Hopkins played at Kentucky last year, didn't yeah. he? The kid from Providence. Yes, their best, one of yeah. the best guys. So he, he could be, uh, I'm sure he's uh, motivated, but I just think with uh, Kentucky's big guy, I, I have them advancing. I, I see that there should be no way Kentucky loses this game, but I'll say this. I was down on Providence last year, and they they, they totally, uh, I thought their season was over. They, they played an awful Big East tournament. They were uninspired. They looked terrible. I can't even believe they even made it as far as they did. Uh, but Ed Cooley somehow got him rallied last year for them to make a run. I think if Kentucky gets by this game, I think they can do some serious damage. Uh, worries me a little. I don't think I can bet Kentucky on the spread, but I will be choosing them in my bracket. They, they so. talk, too, about just the, the pressure that uh, Calipari. I mean, he... Yeah, now he's righted it a little bit because yes. early in the season they're ready to run him out of town. I mean, it's well, ridiculous. But. but if they lose it, it couldn't happen to a better uh, coach. Yeah, I, I'm not. I don't really dislike him as much as everyone else. He's okay, a great recruiter, not a great XO coach. Right. But all right, let's go down to the bottom of the bracket here in the East: Michigan State, USC, Marquette, Vermont. Uh, champ, thoughts on Michigan State, USC? I like Michigan State here. Okay, your boy uh, Tom and, Izzo, and I like Marquette in the next game against Vermont. Okay. Chris? Yes, uh, same thing. I think with Izzo, that's 25 straight years now he's made. I just yeah. he's battle-tested. He's got that you know pedigree. I, I like him. They got a good guard, uh, Tyson Walker. And yeah, my cousin also, Doug Wojcik, is on his staff, been right. up there for a long time. So I'm definitely going with uh, Michigan State, and uh, Marquette should have zero problems with Vermont. So I have both uh, of those. Yeah, two, I uh, would both of those say no, unless they have a massive hangover from right. their – performance in the Big East. I thought uh, USC was a little interesting. If they were somehow to keep this game close against Michigan State, I think the Pac-12 is a little bit better than people think it is, because mm-hmm. um, I, I, I like UCLA, I like Arizona. Um, I thought USC gives uh, Michigan State a good game, but I agree the Izzo factor might be too much, mm-hmm. and Sparty probably pulls it out briefly, but if the Trojans could get by there, my Miami Hurricanes played them in the first round last year and it was the toughest game that we had until we lost to kansas it was mm-hmm. really a game we could have lost usc played pretty good so we'll see should be uh, that's another game i'm looking forward to, to watching uh, yes michigan state sure. was not very good in the in the big 10 tournament mm-hmm. so i'd expect them to be a lot better all right thoughts last closing thoughts on the east bracket champ uh if you have to make a pick today i know it's early and you like to study the numbers and everything right. purdue uh marquette who's your top horse here in this one kentucky i'll tell you, I'll tell you what we have out this is a top one it is i was it is the yeah. toughest bracket i think it's the toughest bracket. Tough i thought the purdue. west was the toughest but I, I think the east is close well hey you know there, there's marquette down here yeah uh, and you have uh 
great Purdue up here. And you got yeah, Kentucky and in the middle. Kentucky and, and Duke Tennessee. And Tennessee. That's a tough that's one. A, this is a tough one right here. <laughs> yep. it so, is. All right, but we, I do believe Purdue okay. will do it. You're taking them to go to the uh, to win the East, huh? Yep, yeah. he's going with Lurch. He can't go against Lurch. I can't go against Lurch. Chris, uh, if you have to make your pick here. Well, uh, this this is almost set in stone. So I uh, I picked uh, Duke and Marquette to play in the East Final, and then Marquette's going to beat them. So the, the, on this side of the bracket, I'm going to have Arizona up top and Marquette on the bottom for the, those two are the first two entries into the Final Four. Okay. Um, I I was I had a hard time with this bracket. Um, I agree. I I thought the West actually had the better teams, but I agree this one was very hard to pick for me because I could make a case for several teams in there. Uh, sadly enough, Duke is one of them. Uh, I hope they lose the first round, but uh, I, I kind of thought if Kentucky could get by Providence, they're going to be hard to beat, but I agree. Marquette's playing great basketball. I uh, can't really ever count Lurch out. I think Florida Atlantic's dangerous in the top two if they could somehow win against Memphis. But I think Memphis could make the Final Four. I can make a case for just about anyone. I ended up going with Kentucky uh, just by default. Um, mm-hmm. and so I, I don't love the pick, but right, we'll see how it shakes out. I think there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of uh, bad brackets down there in the East. So uh, that might be where a lot of brackets die because it's going to be tricky. Well, and it's just nice, too, and we've said this before, even go back to last year, it's nice knowing that there's 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 a, a hell of a lot of teams now that at least have a chance that can get to yeah. this, to the to the elite eight and final four, and it's just not the it's not the same blue bloods every single year that we're talking about. No, and you notice that in the point spreads too. One seeds used to be laying in the high thirties in these games, and they're just not doing that anymore. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a good sign. Um, I I like that a lot. Uh, Let's see. Just looking at these numbers here, uh, Alabama. Let's see. I was looking at them to, man, to win their region. Uh, let's see. All right, Chris, you had uh, you had Marquette. So Marquette, you can get Marquette plus three ninety to win the East region. You can plus. get Purdue plus two twenty. That was Champ's pick. Mm-hmm. And then I went with Kentucky uh, by basically by default twelve to one on Kentucky. I love the catch yet, but I don't think that'll happen. And then, uh, let's see, where do we start at? In, up in the south. So, just to go over these odds really quickly before we jump mm-hmm. uh, to the next region. Uh, we had uh, Arizona plus 350 to win that one. And Alabama plus 160. So, th- those both decent prices. Um, so, jump on these. Be shopping around. You can get good odds on, on different books. You can find, lock in the best price you got. All right, let's jump up to Midwest. Houston, champs Houston Cougars against Northern Kentucky North. That'll probably be a slaughter. Although, check the availability of Sasser, the, the top player for... Yeah, what are they saying about him? Is he's it, got a bad groin, right, champ? Is that what you're seeing? Yeah, but I think it'll be ready. Well, they can obviously they can afford to rest him <laughs> in, oh, yeah. in the first game. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that, that'll be... Uh, what, what is the line on that one, Matt? Because I, I, I don't... Uh, uh, 19 and a half. 19 and a half, yeah. Yeah, I... I well, I don't know about this, but yeah, obviously, I don't think anybody has uh, Northern Kentucky winning this game. So most likely not. Go Cougars! All right, so Houston gets out of there pretty easily. All right, this game right here, uh, battle of two teams that I think suck and probably shouldn't even be in here. I ended yes. up choosing Auburn just by default. Champ, where are you going? Iowa or Auburn? Iowa. Okay, champ on Iowa. I Chris? got Auburn. They they were talking about these two clown coaches. Just their annex. <laughs> well, on the I sideline. said even McCaffrey zero and six to get to the uh, following weekend, but. Uh, Champs on yeah, Iowa. His Big Ten, he's he full watches a lot of Big Ten, so he should know uh, what Iowa's strengths yeah. and weaknesses are. Yeah, I took uh, I took Auburn. Okay, I'm with Auburn as well. All right, Miami Drake 
Indiana, Kent State. Two interesting games. Miami without Omir probably in this game. If not, he's going to be he's not going to be 100, mm-hmm. percent which is a huge loss. I thought Miami would win this game easily if he played, but not so sure now. Champ, uh, thoughts on Miami versus Drake? Well, I didn't know that. One yeah, the big guys. Was hurt, yeah. But- I took Miami, and I took Kent State. Okay. Well, I love that pick, Kent State. Love it. That's a great pick. Boy, you're on top of your game today. No, Chris? I, I totally agree. Yeah. Because I took uh, to Miami advance. I, I did take Indiana, but I, I, I have this marked as a, as a possible upset because Kent, sure. Kent uh, lost at Houston by five and lost to Gonzaga by seven on the road. Yes. And, and they're just – Very good performance. Yeah. And, and so uh, – and they, they're, they, uh, they have two seniors – uh, two guards, so I, they're they're they've been around their experience. So I still picked Indiana, but if Kent State wins this game, I, I there would I would not be surprised. Exactly, so should be a good one. All right, on to the six uh, eleven Iowa State versus last night's winner Pitt, and then Xavier and Kennesaw State. The Owls making the tournament for the first time. Um, Pitt champ got the job done last night. Uh, do you think they have anything for Iowa State? I know. I really couldn't tell you that one. What, what's the line on that, Matt? Is it? Is it? Uh, I think it's four. I think Iowa State's minus four. Well, I mean, it just came out today, so yeah, I don't well, even I, know if I have I, it on here. Well, I, I originally had Iowa State, but I think I might switch that to Pitt. I just, I just think Iowa State stinks. I even, yeah, even, minus even, four. Iowa State. Even loud, it said that I was one of the worst six seeds in the history of this tournament. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, 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 I think there's a lot of weak seeds this year, uh, a lot of bad teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could reduce this down to 32 from from my liking. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I really don't know. I mean, Pitt's, Pitt's so Jekyll and Hyde. They, yes. they played terrible last night and still won. They played absolutely horrible against Duke and uh, got beat by 30. So I don't know what to make of it. Iowa State's a team that I think is good at home, but I don't trust them on a neutral site in Greensboro. I do have Mississippi State and Xavier – well, Mississippi State, remember they got beat last night by Pitt, so that'll yeah, be I mean, so that's okay. Pitt. I mean, yeah, yeah, Pitt. yeah. You I got, got Pitt. Pitt, right? And Xavier. Yep. I, All right. So he's down. on Xavier. Oh, so you're, you're taking Pitt. Yeah, he's yeah. going with the Pitt Panthers and Xavier, then Xavier. Over, over Kennesaw. You think Xavier rolls over Kennesaw, Chris? Yes, I do. Okay. I, I, think I thought Xavier's Kennesaw pretty good. I, I, do. I do too. I was not. I was disappointed with their championship game performance yeah. against Marquette. Well, you know, I mean, good on Kennesaw State. I saw that three years ago they were one and twenty-eight. Yeah. They're old D2 school, so I'll be siding with them. I'm going to be betting Kennesaw State in that Mm. game, uh, plus their points. But I I don't know if the Owls have enough to be able to win that game, but they they shoot the three well enough that I think maybe that they can cover the 11.5 or 12. Mm. So we'll take a shot there with the Owls. All right, dropping down to the bottom here, another game that I think is great, another two teams that I was going to maybe be high on, uh, got to play each other. Texas A&M, Penn State, Texas versus Colgate. Uh, I think AM's a really good defensive team, a little offensively challenged, but I think they can make a deep run. And Penn State's guard play is exceptional. Not much inside. They had a good run against uh, Purdue all the way to the finals of the Big Ten tournament. Yeah. Champ, thoughts on Texas AM and Penn State? Texas and AM should do it, and they're going to play Texas. Okay. Oh, that's a big rivalry, huh? Yes. That's going to yes, be a is. huge rivalry. Yeah. Well, the Midwest has three Texas teams in it, so yeah. it's got a Texas feel to it. Uh, I, Matt, I agree. I think this is really going to be a good matchup. Both of the, the A&M and Penn State are both really hot right now. Uh, I have uh, A&M in the game, however. I, I get them actually making a pretty good run in this tournament. So I'm going to – Go with A and M. That's Buzz Williams, right? Yes, I, I, I like him. I, and, and play uh, defense, which is something that yes. I like to see this time of year. And 
I got I got Texas versus Colgate. Although Colgate does shoot forty percent from three. Oh yeah, the best they, three point they, shooting they, team they, in the field. And they protect the ball. And you never know. I mean, it's a, I know it's a two versus fifteen, but uh, now Colgate will execute. It's yes. it's a matter of how athletic can they be and be able to get open shots against Texas because Texas has some superior talent yes, on offense. Yes. But I do have uh, uh, Texas advantage. Yeah, in, Texas in was a team that I bet way back uh, to to they were uh, whenever we started talking about college basketball we were down the hall in the in the old studio when we were mm-hmm. coming in from the outdoors I, I had some bets on texas but then their coach that old fiasco with chris beard oh, yeah. so then i kind of got off them i don't like their defense right now i think they're good enough talent wise to make it to the final four mm-hmm. for sure um and then and a matter of fact i i could see them doing that in this region um where do you guys go champ does houston take care of business here do you like texas do you like xavier who who's some of your teams you like in the midwest region to come uh, out I like Houston. Okay. Boy, Champ, Champ, you're going three number ones so far. He knows where the good teams are. I'm not, I'm not being critical. Are. He wins more than I do. Yeah. He knows he, what he's doing. He does. This guy's a pro, Chris. He studies it every day. All right, who's your team out of uh, out of the top up there, Chris Midwest? Uh, Matt, I had, uh, I had A&M all the way advancing to the uh, – to the Midwest final uh, down on the bottom part of that bracket. And I have Houston as well, but I, I have A&M winning that. Uh, oh, I can they're, see they're, that. I mean, they're, they're 25 and 9. I think they're well coached. So I have them beating Houston in the Midwest final. Great. Yep, that's a good one. Um, I My heart says Miami. I'd love to see if they were healthy. I think they'd have a really good chance. I think they match up really good with mm-hmm. Houston, but they'll have a hard time even beating Drake now, and then Houston will probably yeah. take care of them. Uh I thought Kent State could do a little damage in there. I thought they could run out a little bit. Uh, down at the bottom, I think Texas is the most talented team, but I love the way Texas a and playing right now. Um, I'd say whoever wins that game, Texas A&M and Texas, probably advances out of there. I would yeah. probably slightly lean AM, and but uh, I don't know. We'll see. I, I haven't made my final decisions on that yet, but you can get, get some decent value on those if you shop around and look uh, – Let's see here. Uh, where is Texas? At? All right, Texas right now to win their region three to one, not bad. And then Texas A and M fifteen to one, outstanding price on them. Houston comes in at plus one twenty, so you're still getting plus money on champs pick of Houston. Never a bad thing. Uh, Houston definitely defends well enough to make it to the final four, and I think they'll be a very hot pick. All right, let's drop down to the west bracket here kansas and howard and arkansas illinois champ arkansas illinois uh really good matchup i imagine you're going with kansas against howard they're probably gonna crush them you're exactly right yeah yeah nobody would take uh howard probably not they haven't been there since 92 yeah arkansas illinois champ good game there who you like illinois okay champ boy he really this guy knows about the big 10 he's very into the big 10 he knows stuff Chris, where'd you uh, that, fall I, I think that that eight nine matchup is going to be really good. I think. I mean, both teams are very uh, inconsistent. Illinois they four are. and six of their last ten, and I think uh, Arkansas is one and four. Um, Illinois beaten UCLA, Texas, and Arkansas beat Kentucky. But uh, yeah. I picked. Wait, uh, who did I pick? I believe I picked Arkansas. Yes, I yeah. got I got Arkansas to win that game. I went with Arkansas too. I think uh, Arkansas has a shot of beating Kansas in the next mm-hmm. round. I'm, I don't know if Illinois can, but uh, Arkansas well coached Eric Musselman. It's weird there. Their team just they just they always struggle to score, so which is always a problem. But uh, if you can't score, you can't win. But mm-hmm. you got to be able to play defense too. So. 
Uh, I, I'm going to go with Arkansas. All right, St. Mary's VCU, UConn in Iona. UConn taking a lot of interest from people. I think the VCU-St. Mary's game, great matchup. St. Yeah, Mary's it is. Uh, strong conference mm-hmm. uh, performance. They beat Gonzaga once, lost to him in the final. Then VCU got hot, won the Atlantic 10 champ. St. Mary's or Virginia Commonwealth? Boy, I tell you what, that's tough. I took VCU. Okay. They got a 12 and, beat and, in a 5 and, then. And UConn. Okay, and I like that too. All right, champ on VCU and UConn. Chris, where'd you come down there? Uh, Matt, I went with uh, St. Mary's, uh, and I think that will be an entertaining game. Uh, right. They'll, they'll beat VCU, and I certainly hope UConn beats uh, Patino? Rick Patino. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, this is like the one game with like the, 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 the coaching matchup, you know, with UConn as Dan Hurley. And, right. And uh, with and Patino, I didn't realize Patino's seventy already. Yes, yeah, he's well, gonna be going already. to St. John's. Yeah, so I don't know right. how that affect is that a, is that official? I, just, I mean, uh, I don't think it could be official because he's. But I well, not official. But, but yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like it. Yeah, these guys are freaking whores, man. They'll go anywhere. But uh, anyway, uh, I got uh, I got UConn to beat Iona. All right, let's go so, down TCU versus the winner of tonight's game, Arizona State Nevada. Now, Champ, you told me on the way over that you had Arizona State tonight in that game. Uh, do you think they give anything to TCU, or do you think TCU takes care of them there? I tell you, um, that was a hard one. Um, uh, maybe TCU can win it, but tough game though. Huh? Arizona State, don't leave them out. Yeah, we'll see what they can do tonight. I think they, Arizona can uh, Arizona State. Uh, that that they play Nevada tonight, right? Right. Yeah. Okay, so if Arizona wins it. I might take Arizona State. And I, on my bracket, I, yeah. I have uh, TCU, but I, I, I don't know. I, I like Arizona a little bit. Yeah, I'll, I'll take Arizona State probably in that mm-hmm. game. I, I'm, I'm a little more pro Pac-12 than most people. I know that's surprising, but I, I do mm-hmm. think their league is pretty good. Uh, Gonzaga and Grand Canyon, I'm assuming Gonzaga takes right. care of business here. They're a very, very good proven team, so I don't think any of us is going to be picking Grand Canyon there. No. Uh, Grand Canyon, night, nice nice to get the uh, trip to Denver. So uh, enjoy your time. All right, Northwestern uh, and Boise State. Uh, boy, I thought it was a tough game. Mountain Look. West team struggle. Champion on Northwestern? Yes, I have them. All right, that's probably a good pick. That's where I'm going to go as well. I don't trust Boise State in a big game. Chris, what yeah, did I you think? Yeah, I think this will be a close game. They're saying that uh, Boise and Northwestern. But, uh, low scoring. Low scoring, and they, they've uh, they, they played the multiple overtime games. So yeah. that should uh, that should be a good matchup. But I do have uh, Chris Collins and Northwestern advancing. Tommy's favorite coach, yes, yeah, Chris yeah. Collins. All right, and then down to the bottom of the bracket, a team that I jumped on after Texas had their problems. So I started a bet on UCLA to make a deep run, and then they had a problem. Their mm-hmm. top defensive player and their second-leading scorer gets hurt and's out for the year. Uh, I still think they're a good team. I still think they're going to obviously beat uh, UNC Asheville here. Champ, do you think UCLA takes care of business right. in the They'll first do round? All right. They'll do yeah. right. Um, all right, so let's get down to it. I thought this bracket was hard. Uh, Kansas, UConn, Gonzaga, UCLA, mm. those are four tough teams. I, my opinion is it comes between whoever wins between Gonzaga and UCLA is who I'll be siding with. Champ, what are, you, what are your thoughts on the uh, West region? Gonzaga, of course, and yeah, I, I, those two ought to be. Who uh, who do you think is the goes further between UConn and Kansas if you had to make a pick? Uh, Kansas. Okay. So you kind of got a, maybe a Kansas-Gonzaga regional final then. Right. No, and he's probably seen Kansas more than he has UConn. Oh, I guarantee Because they're on TV yeah. a lot more, and he studies that, so he knows. Yeah. Yeah, man, I, on that bottom of that bracket, 
I have UCLA beat Northwestern and advancing to play Gonzaga, and I probably would have taken UCLA if it wasn't for the injuries. Yeah, me too. I mean, uh, something tells me Gonzaga's going to make a deep run this year when no one's talking about him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'll, I'm going to still probably go with my because the worst thing you can do is a better is change your opinion, even if you have because mm-hmm. UCLA is still good enough. They could probably still make it far. Uh, I'm not sure they can get over the hump, but I'm going to probably still take them to come out of that region. Chris, who did you end up settling on to win the West? Uh, well, in the uh, Sweet 16, I have uh, Kansas to meet UConn, and I have Kansas will beat them, and uh, and they'll match up against Gonzaga, who will beat UCLA. And I have uh, the Jayhawks advancing over Gonzaga to win the West. Okay. Well, it's so, hard to hard to argue with those I mean, picks, guys, uh, and and we'll see how it all plays out. Um, does George have the number one again? Did he take Kansas? No, he took Gonzaga out of that region, so, so he, he went to number three. So yeah, three ones and a three for Champ. And uh, Chris, you I went have with a, a two, a two, a, a one, seven, I think, and a seven. And, yeah, A my two two one seven. And mine, I went with a one, a six, a two. And a seven. So, all right. It's wide open, George. Yeah, wide open. Okay. Tons of action. We're going to take a break here on Better's Last Stand, regroup, let Champ get another cold beverage as he stretches his pins. And we'll be right back to talk uh, a little bit more about, let's see, uh, what's on all golf, a little golf, a little hockey. We're not going to spend too much time on this stuff, but I want to talk about uh, baseball as well, WBC. So, we'll be right back on Better's Last Stand. Reminder, Better's Last Stand is for informational and entertainment purposes only. All wagering activities should only be conducted by those 21 years of age or older and within the confines of federal, state, and local law. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, contact 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. You're watching Better's Last Stand. All right, welcome back in Better's Last Stand, Chris, Matt, and of course the one, the only professional handicapper and analyst George Kettlewell, <laughs> Pine Room's favorite uncle. He's like the Godfather uncle of Fester. the Pine Room, yeah, Uncle Fester. All right, so we left you with our kind of our final fours, our loosely uh, crafted final fours. Now it comes down to say who's going to win it all. And we're going to go to the guy right here who uh, really is a, is almost as good at college basketball as he is at, at baseball. Uh, MLB baseball is his best, and uh, he's getting ready for that right now, geared up for been scouting World Baseball Classic and all that stuff. Spring training, Pirates are on today. He's watching And they're astutely. getting their ass kicked. <laughs> yes. Again? Jeez. Yeah. All right, champ. So you, uh, you had a uh, Final Four of Alabama, Purdue, Houston, and Gonzaga. Where did you... F- Figure it out. Who wins between Bama and uh, Purdue first? Purdue's going to do it. Okay. And, and you know who's going to? They're going to play. Who are they going to play? Houston. Purdue versus Houston. And who wins it? And who wins it? Huh? <laughs> we'll get back to you, right? All right, Chris. Go ahead and give us your champions. Well, I want Purdue to win. All right, right. Champ is with Purdue. He's going with Lurch. The Boilers and Lurch. He's been on Lurch for a couple years. Recognized his talent when he was a freshman. 
Uh, seven foot. Yeah, four. I remember when he he talked about that guy for a long time. Now, yeah, so he's sticking with him. All right. Yeah, so I got I got Marquette to advance to the final over Arizona, and um, sadly, I think uh, the Texas A and M and M Aggies will will uh, their run will end. So I have Kansas beating them, and so Kansas and Marquette in the final, and I got the Marquette. What are they? The Golden Golden Eagles. Golden Eagles to. To be uh, national champs for the first time since I believe 1977. Jeez, when yeah. Al McGuire, well, you was guys coaching. were around for that. I was not. Uh, right, I was a few years before yes, I came was. about. So, yeah, okay, so, I like Marquette. that. That's a, that's a number two, right? That's yeah, a Marquette, number, number two beating a number one. So, all right, we'll go with it. All right, and I'm going to stick with my guns on this. Uh, I, I actually probably going back in hindsight, I should t- make sure that I make Texas go to the finals. I should have Texas and UCLA matching up in the. Um, in, in that side of the bracket, right. the West and the Midwest. I, I, I haven't decided on that. But I, I will have UCLA coming out, even though I think Gonzaga is going to be hard to beat. Uh, and then Texas and Texas A&M, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to go with the winner of that game. I'm going to say it's maybe the Longhorns. So my final four, uh, for, for the purpose of the show, I'm going to go with UCLA and Texas on the right side of the bracket. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side, I will be going with Alabama, and Kentucky. Now, I actually was considering playing, putting Florida Atlantic in there and mm-hmm. USC. Uh, I also think Marquette is a strong team. But I'm going to go with my final is going to be Alabama versus UCLA, and I'm going with UCLA. And I uh, don't love that pick by any means with the injury. But, but I like your stick with them, though. Yeah, I mean, because the worst thing you can do is change, and then they win, and then you're just pissed because you didn't. You didn't stick and with them. So well, anybody like that beats that. Alabama, what, even yeah, the gunman. The gunman. Remember that guy? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. The gunman. All right. Well, that concludes our bracket breakdown. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's jump into quickly. We don't. We're not gonna. We're not gonna bore everybody with this. I know everybody's gonna be thinking about uh, March Madness all week. Champ, uh, feel free to intervene any way you want to. Uh, Chris, I just want to get your thoughts a little bit here on. Uh, on hockey, uh, Vancouver Canucks, folks, 29-3, yes, goal in the first 10 on the road. They're going on a road trip. Oh, crap. Hang on, guys. Uh-oh. My boss is calling me. Okay. All right. Well, but George, we can uh-huh. just sit here and talk about whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. What's up? You bet any hockey? No, I don't. So you're, you're, you're basically football, baseball, uh-huh. and basketball, right? Yeah. But what... what Overall, what do you think you're best at? I was hot, I was pretty hot at uh, picking the picks in baseball. Well, yeah, I mean, but I tell you what though, last night um, you you went four zero in college basketball. Yeah, that's a hell of a momentum that you got building for the tournament. So you're going to have a busy day tomorrow. You better get over there early tomorrow, right? Oh, over to no. over to match play. Thirty. First Maybe game's 11. at twelve fifteen. That's what that would be you in Maryland. Are you going to watch it over there? Oh, yeah. Well, now, what about Becky? Is she going to be there? Becky will be there. Okay. All right. Uh, but, yeah, I. so you really you, – do you, do you think W can win that game? You know, a lot of people are taking Maryland, but I just want – West Virginia against Alabama. Who knows? You know, you, you, I mean, obviously Alabama would be a huge favorite. And, well, not huge, but, I mean, I, wouldn't that be great, though, if somehow the Mountaineers yeah, beat Maryland and they move and advance yeah, and play Alabama? Yeah, beat them. People would be going nuts. 
They'd be setting couches on fire again. Again, still. <laughs> but I don't know. I think it. I think it would be. Uh, it'd be fun. I just. But you know what, though, George. I looking at this bracket. WVU has the most losses of any team in this tournament. They have fourteen losses. I know. And they've. And you've. You've watched them. Maybe not every game, but there's several games where they look like dog shit. Just awful. And I, I was surprised that they even made the tournament. I was really. Did you think they deserved it? Not, I mean, not really. I didn't either. I mean, it was it was it wasn't uh, even though they were nineteen, there were more uh, downs than ups on that season. I thought, but uh, I, I like the only this. time they won was at home. Yeah, they couldn't win away. Yeah, and they beat somebody pretty good on uh, on uh, senior day. Was it Kansas State? Okay. I think it was an afternoon game. I. I, I but I think it might have been Kansas State, and they, they won. Uh, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. And, and uh, Oh, I know it is. Um, this this uh, bracket is a hard one. It is. Anybody can do it, uh, like Texas could do it. Uh, yeah, Matt's high on Texas. I, I know. I, they got a lot of good athletes. Uh, and I really did, and it's unfortunate UCLA has two guys out for the season because they're really good. They're good, oh, and yeah. uh, but you know, it, it, it's tough to lose one guy. But and the one kid was a player of the year defensively, and then the others. Uh, what do you say? They're leading scorer, second leading scorer. So yeah, that's pretty tough to overcome. That is really, you know, you so. know, if Houston is healthy. Yes, with, with that that one kid, that uh, Marcus Sasser, uh, that the guard, I think. I, I think he ought to be ready. Yes. Well, let's see. Today is what Wednesday, so they play. I think they play tomorrow. They play tomorrow evening. Yes. So they won't need him. So then they could rest him. And they, I don't know. I, they'll play again on Saturday. So they they. They don't need them. They don't need him for, against Northern Kentucky. I mean, they, they should they should handle them pretty well. Right. But but, uh, but Kansas too down there on the bottom against uh, Howard. They'll have no problem with that. No, they won't. So now, will you bet every game? Because I know no, that the, I can't. I mean, well, you, how you couldn't keep track of all of them. Just like I won four games yesterday, two in the NIT. And, and then there's two playing games. Play, and tonight it was like, I don't know. I can't. I couldn't figure that out. Well, you got a little bit lucky with Pitt, though, didn't you? Oh yeah. You know, sometimes, though, we said sometimes it's better be lucky than good. Exactly. That's the way it is anymore. Yeah. I know, but sometimes though, when 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 you lose a bet, and the, the way you lose a bet, it kind of affects your mood. You get pissed off. Hey. Well, you know why though? Because it's. And all the things you talked about earlier in this show, right? That piss you off, and you know what it is? It's fundamentals. Fundamentals. It's it's not. And it, it's like we talked in golf before when you when you tell us that that golf scramble, keep your head, head down, down and follow and through. through. That's a fundamental thing. Exactly, and uh, you know, you know, I'm talking to George Dormus, and he, right. he played for Warwood and West Liberty. And he told me, the coach told him, there ain't nobody around you. There ain't nobody guarding you. All you have to do is follow through and make your foul shots. 
Yeah, you're you're sitting there, you're standing there wide open. Hey, you know another fundamental we don't see it any anymore, Harley. What box on a rebound? Nobody boxes out. Oh, I know they don't. I mean, when when I was playing or Coach Prosser, he'd always say, "Hey, when a ball goes up, you find your man, you put your body against him, and you box him out. If you don't box out, your ass is on the bench." Now that was back in the day, but oh, yeah. now it's like you know, and too much dribbling. Fancy dribbling. Oh, I tell you, when they look get... like the fucking globetrotters. Uh, I don't I care. With you. I agree with you. Just protect you the know, ball. Like move the ball around. Oh yes, yes, yeah. Not not as much team play. No, as there as there once was. This guy dribbled the ball for one minute, and then uh, and then he then, then he jacks up some stupid shot. Some dummy. Kind <laughs> of, oh. Yeah, I always notice that sometimes when you lose. Um, a few of those uh, bets, you would be mad because you kind of had the game won and some dummy misses two foul shots or something. Oh. I, you know, I don't mind him. <laughs> I mean, they're well, not going to make them all. Even like one for one. Or, but, you know, when they miss both of them, my God. Yeah, I mean, hey, even Larry Bird missed a foul shot every now and then, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, hell, that was like um, – I was just to a high school game today. The team that was playing Wheeling Central, I think uh, down the stretch, the team, st- I think it was uh, Bluefield. But Bluefield, they won the game, but Central was making a comeback because Bluefield kept missing foul shots. I think they missed six foul shots in a row. Central get the rebound, oh, yeah. come down and hit a three. Exactly. So if that lead wasn't as big, Central would have probably ended up winning the game, but they were just down too far. But you missed six foul shots in a row. It, it, down down the road, that's going to cost you a game. It's just like uh, you know, like golf. Mm-hmm. You get you, you when you're on that golf course or in, on that green, you got to putt. You won't, and you eye it up, and sometimes it, the lines. But uh, no, we're having we're having good discussion here. Hey, Matt. You, you you have to two putt it. Don't go three. You know. Oh no, I I agree, but but. But the minute you rush your putt or you lift your head, then then you're you're probably not going to make it. Oh, exactly. All right. Sorry, guys. No, you're good. Oh, did you turn that off? <laughs> uh, well, it wasn't. It was on, so it got your guys great. Oh, good. That was good. We had a good conversation. But I just wanted to break it up for Job again. He was uh, he was Talking engaged. Golf, huh? Golf. Well, just. You know, fundamentals. Oh, fundamentals. That's what pisses him off. That's the lack of. The lack right. of fundamentals. Yes. All right. Welcome back in. Better's Last Stand. Sorry about the interruption there. Uh, big day for me tomorrow work-wise. So <laughs> had the boss check in yeah. on some some stuff we're doing for tomorrow. So, All right. Uh, Chris, uh, we were, I was talking oh. about the uh, Vancouver Canucks 29-3 oh. on, in their, uh, on the road goal in the first 10. Now, they're beginning a road trip. I'm saying this again. You guys have heard me say this every week. Uh they're starting a road trip on Thursday, Phoenix, L.A., and Anaheim. So you might want to jump on those games, go in the first ten. Well, uh, it's been a good. Two of those three teams are lousy. Yes, yeah, with L.A. Phoenix, being the exception. Yes, yeah. Um, yes. So yeah, look for some goals early for those games to keep riding. Twenty nine to three. That's that's not a that's just not like a blip on the map. That's like mm-hmm. a sustained trend. So uh, Rick, talk it or not, it's not working for Vancouver no, defensively, no. and they can score some too. So. Uh, you never know how you'll need the goal or get the goal. All right, let's talk a little bit about the Caps. Uh, last week I said I love the Caps, plus 110 to miss the playoffs. Uh, they're seven points behind the Penguins. Who uh, Chris, last night's game may have been the all-time low 
for the Penguins. Uh, yeah, and you know, and, and it, it just goes back to all those games that that we've watched over the years. Where uh, although these guys, the the older guys, are still picking up their uh, their points and they're playing well. The big three, you know, Crosby, Malkin, and, yes. and uh, Latang. But it to me, it was like you know, the night before, uh, Canadians got beat eight to four. Right, pretty much humiliated. Humiliated at home. at home. Had to had. They said they didn't get into into Pittsburgh like two a.m. because once they cleared right. customs, penguins whatever. are home waiting on them. And, and yeah. right, and and the Penguins were on a hot streak. They win or they go up two nothing. And I guarantee you, those fuckers probably thought this is going to be a piece of cake. We don't have to pay attention to detail. We don't right. really, you know, we'll just blow this team out. And they got careless and and you know and and to give up. Well, they were up two nothing. They gave up four straight. They never yeah. let again. Never let again. And, and their Tied goaltending was still, just god awful. Abysmal. Champ would have been better in that than yeah. Jari. Champ, uh, what are your thoughts on the Penguins? You've kind of been. You're worried about them. I know you haven't bet them as much as you usually do. I don't do. think uh, the Penguins have it this year. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Sadly, well, on your little on your little break there, Matty said he kind of stays away from the. From the hockey out of the big yeah. out of the big four sports, that's not that's. Well, I know you don't well, mess with I, NBA either. I, no, <laughs> I hate, I hate well, it. Well, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I I just mean oh, the, the sports actual in general. sport yeah. type, not the actual yeah, well, basketball, I, football, and baseball. Cause. Well, I hear the Bruins are top. They're really good. Yeah, the Bruins yeah. are dominating right now. Yeah, Pretty they're, good they're very good, George. You're right. Um, Senators and Sabers, two teams that I liked the playoffs. Uh, I gave that a few weeks ago. They've not been playing well. No, Both teams terrible. have been slumping uh, badly. So keep an eye on those. We'll talk more hockey as we get closer to playoff time. It's it's getting down that stretch. I, I'm big on the LA Kings in the West. I really like them. I think they're a good team. I think they, they added some goaltending yes. at the break. And uh, they're a team I like out of the West. I, I don't trust Edmonton. And I, I I mean, Colorado would still be tough, but they're not nearly as deep as they were last year. So they're very beat. What did they just lose guys? What I mean, I saw they're well, like, yeah, I mean, they got, you know, Evan. Rodriguez, they just couldn't sign everybody. Okay. I mean, they had a very deep team. I don't, their lines just aren't as deep. So when you don't have that depth up the middle, it, it shows. And uh, Carolina then lost uh, one of their top wingers the other night. That's a big loss. Devils have been so playing that's, pretty is that, good. Is that their second guy out for the year now? Who, yeah. who was the first guy for um, Carolina? Good player. And then that Civ. Some Svechnikov, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's, he's good, but he had uh, like fifty five. Yeah, I, I, I'm a little worried about Carolina now. They're they're well, they, starting the to get Devils caught. took them. Yeah, Devils overtook them. Overtook them. They they could be struggling. The goaltending wise, I don't think they're strong either. Uh, Bruins Bruins may have to contend with either Tampa or Toronto, and I don't think that I, I think Tampa could get them, but I don't think Toronto can. So we'll we'll see. We'll keep an eye on that as we go. we get closer to NHL playoffs. It's right around the corner. Usually a sign when March Madness is here. You kind of uh, start focusing on NHL right after that. So uh, next thing to talk about real quickly is the Valspar golf this week. Uh, Champ, you don't you talk a lot about golf. You you're an ex golfer yourself. You still get out time to time, uh, but you don't usually bet it too much, do you? No. No, not not much. Okay, I'm gonna uh, go ahead and give you guys a few picks here that uh, that Coach gave out. Coach, uh, let's see. Coach, he, he's a uh, he's big on his best bet is Tommy Fleetwood here at the Valspar. So we're at the Valspar. It's at Copperhead Course at Palm Harbor, Florida. Not a great field. Uh, very no, watered down. Last week, every guy, every good guy played last week, so a lot of them take the week off uh, as we get start to guys start to get their games shaped up for the Masters. So we'll uh, we'll get ready to tackle Copperhead. I, I didn't really love anything this week. Uh, real quick, I'm going to give you coach's uh, plays. He's uh, he's fading Sam Burns and, and Justin Thomas. Sam Burns has won this back to back years, so coach will be against him. Burns sixteen to one right now. Uh, Justin Thomas 
is there is Justin Thomas. I don't even see Justin Thomas listed on here. He's uh he's eleven to one, isn't he? Oh, there he is. Well, I got him ten to one now. Okay. Too. Yep. So ten or eleven to one for JT. So coach would be against uh, him. I, I'm I don't mind Sam Burns here, but three in a row is going to be tough to do. So I won't be betting him either. And I'm I, JT. I just don't think he'll be very focused on this tournament. Uh, best bets from coach. Fleetwood and Matt Fitzpatrick. So Tommy Fleetwood and Matt Fitzpatrick, both Englishmen, like the plays a lot. Uh, both of these guys play really well in the wind. It's going to be uh, this is a hard course anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, elevation is a lot like it's like Ogilby, uh, it, it, the Jones course. Bad weather. Mm-hmm. going to be some heavy winds. So these English guys play really well in the wind. So I, I would sign off on coaches' picks there: Fleetwood and Fitzpatrick. Those are his top two. Uh, he also likes Brian Harmon, Adam Hadwin, and Ben Griffin for top ten finishes. And then uh, matchup-wise, tournament matchups, Tommy Fleetwood over Sam Burns, Matt Fitzpatrick over Jordan Spieth, Ben Griffin over Taylor Moore. Those are coaches' top picks for this week at the Valspar. Chris, anybody stand out to you? Anybody you like? Uh, well, <clears throat> I think a, uh, a sleeper or a contender that could just uh, sneak up in there, Garrick Higo, okay. 8-1. Eight, He's a streaky player. Yeah. He's all right, though. He, he's a quality and guy. 80 to 1, I think it, you get a good and, price and, on him. In a, and he's made like uh, five or seven cuts so far. I mean, you yep. know, in, in a weaker field, maybe you give him a chance. Absolutely. No, I don't see nothing wrong with that. Um, I, I crossed over with Coach on a few of these guys. Uh, love Fitzpatrick uh, in Fleetwood, again, for their win play, especially. Uh, very strong in a win, and that's going to come into play here. Um, Adam Hadwin, uh, very solid performances here in the past for him. Top tens uh, a couple of times, so I'll be I'll be on Adam Hadwin, uh, Justin Rhodes playing great golf right now. Love him. He's also a great win player, twenty to one. Um, his price is starting to shrink each week. I've been on him for several mm-hmm. weeks in a row. It's waiting for him to break through, so I'll keep betting him. Uh, and then Trey Molinix, I thought was a decent look at a top twenty. He's one hundred twenty five to one to win. Uh, I'm not sure he can do that. Eric Cole's been playing good golf. Don't know what his course form will be like for this course. I don't know if he's ever played here before. Um, and that's kind of where I'm at. So Fitzpatrick, Molinix, Rose are my top plays, along with Adam Hadwin and Tommy Fleetwood. So mm-hmm. I'll post these on our Twitter page, uh, the uh, Better's Last Stand Twitter and the Pine Room Podcast Twitter, so you can see these picks uh, before they tee off tomorrow, and then we'll have anything that we like over the weekend. So, again, remember, golf value uh, is great. You can get ex- just exceptional numbers on good players. Uh, Webb Simpson, another guy, too. I was a little worried about him on the – He's not been playing well, but I keep betting him. And at ninety to one, I'll probably still bet him, uh, just because I don't want to get burned if he actually breaks through and wins. So uh, that's where we're at with the uh, Valspar this week. We'll uh, see how that goes. Uh, last week, Scotty Scheffler took down the players. Uh, it ended up being a very un unexciting event at the end. Uh, disappointing. Had a lot of guys in contention. Yeah. We just couldn't. Those break are through. those are disappointing. We get yeah, big I hate the runaways. Especially with golf now, there's so many good players. I hate to see runaway. But mm-hmm. anyway, all right, jumping tracks. WBC uh, champs oh. Mexicans beating Canada seven to two. Champ, have you watched any of this WBC? It's been pretty good baseball so far. Any thoughts? I'll tell you, they're good players, and uh, I'll tell you what, that they're into it. I mean, yes, representing yeah, their cra- countries. Yeah, hey, George, I don't know how much you watch, but those those crowds are into it. They're going crazy. They're oh, cheering. They love it. Doesn't yeah. look like PNC Park uh, in <laughs> July, does it? No, they're sleeping in, the, in their chairs. <laughs> there. Like somebody uh, put them in a sleeper hold, right? Oh, yeah, yes. no doubt. 
Yeah. Well, so so far, uh, Chris, I don't know how much of this you've yeah, watched. I've watched a bunch no. of it, and I've enjoyed it a lot. Uh, it's been a nice, nice break from uh, basketball and some of the other things that I'm kind of sick of, to be quite honest. I mean, I'm looking forward to March Madness tournament to an extent, but uh, regular season basketball is wearing on me. Um, Venezuela yes. and, and Japan, to me, are the two best teams by far. Deepest pitching, best lineups. Um, USA woke up a little bit yesterday. Venezuela won again today, five to one over Israel. So Venezuela uh, marching their way towards their uh, their top of their group. They're going to win their group. They're four and zero right now. So right now it looks like Venezuela is going to play the second place finisher in the USA group, which could be either USA, Mexico, or Canada. As we said, Mexico leads Canada right now, seven to two. So if if Canada loses here. USA then can still control its own destiny. They win out. They'll win the group. So that way they won't have to play Venezuela, but they may get the Dominican Republic or Puerto Rico. And I know this is already get, this isn't going to air until after, but I hope uh, that you watch this Dominican Republic Puerto Rico game. It's on tonight. That is going to be an absolute war. It's at seven o'clock. Uh, it's going to be great. It's going to be absolutely awesome. I'm looking forward to it a great deal. So. Uh, I think Japan and Venezuela are the strongest teams. Cuba advanced this morning. They beat Australia in the first quarterfinal matchup. And then you got Japan and Italy, which is really late tonight or early tomorrow morning. As I said, USA controls their own destiny, awaiting this win of Mexico-Canada to see who finishes second in their group if the USA takes care of business. Then Venezuela clinched Pool D today. Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico play it out tonight for second uh, to advance. It's going to be huge. They 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 don't they're bitter rivals. It's going to be good. Chris, any thoughts on WBC? Uh, hey Matt, yes. Who do you think's going to win it all? Ah, uh, Venezuela or Japan? I think I like them in the final. So I, I, I went with Japan early. I bet Japan to win it. So I'll stick with Japan. But I think Venezuela has impressed me more. It's just disappointing that you know that, that we we. I don't know. The, the rest of the world's caught up to us in baseball, and it seems like the we, pitching we, mostly. Yes. And the guys that we have, I mean, it, I know we, there's some guys that aren't participating because of injury, but uh, yeah, I just I wish. I mean, they could still pull it off, though, right? Oh no, the USA's but, got a good enough it, lineup to right, do it. I but, just they're going to need some exceptional performances out of their starting pitching, and I just don't. I just don't think they have it. I don't. Their arms are old. I mean, Adam yeah, Wainwright's right. your number one now. I mean, that He's was great 40, ten years ago. That was awesome, but yeah. not now. Uh, it's a shame that there's not another young, uh, great pitcher uh, for the United States anymore. But uh, I don't know. I think Japan and Venezuela are by far the two best teams, and we shall see. But that, can, yeah. that Dominican Republic Puerto Rico game tonight. Is a must watch. Uh, hopefully, people check well, it out. Let's go watch it, George. Yeah, go go to the club. So we'll see. The club. The club. Right. All right. Uh, real quick before we take a break and get into our final segment, which we'll get through pretty quickly. Uh, I just wanted to mention Indian Wells tennis is going on right now. Great, uh, great quarterfinal matchups right now. I'm going to have some plays uh, throughout the weekend. So uh, check our Twitter, check our Instagram at the Pioneer Podcast. Coco Golf in Arena Sabalenka. Uh, Maria Sakari and Petra Kvitova, uh, uh, Makova and Elena Rubikina, Iga Sviatek against uh, Serstra. Uh, you got loaded, <laughs> loaded women's uh, quarterfinals. And then you got Nori Tiafo, Medvedev, uh, Davidovich, Fakina, Fritz and Sinner, Alcaraz and Ajir Alassim and the men. So those are, those. I mean, that's like a major. So they say Indian Wells is kind of the, the, the fifth major mm-hmm. out in California. So check that out too. If you're looking for something uh, other than basketball to watch, I'll have picks on it this weekend. I didn't, they didn't have a lot of the pricing set yet. So, uh, and Napoli goes ahead. 
three to nothing uh, in soccer oh. right now. Napoli I gave out on the show a couple of weeks ago to win the Champions League, and they're rolling along right now. So let's hope that ticket can cash. Uh, and we also have arena football or arena football, Australian rules football, oh, AFL. Yeah. Uh, my one of my favorite sports. I know a lot of people don't. This doesn't get much what? love in the United States, but it's worth a look. It's uh, it's far better than the NFL. Far better than college uh, football. Champ, it, you watched this before? XFL. No, 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 the, uh, the, the Australian, Australian rules. They don't oh, wear helmets. They don't wear pads. They just wear like shorts and yeah, shirts, like, and they, they crush each other. It's like but, rugby but, and football but combined. It's, it, oh, it is so, it's so interesting and exciting because it is. there's – and I agree, Matt. I would I would urge anybody to at least give it a watch. You know, yes. you watch it. It is – I mean, it's real funny. We're not worried about head shots. We're no. A penalty because he – well, he hit him too hard. No, it's just hard nose, and you got to be tough. Exceptional skill involved, uh, toughness, mm-hmm. and, and just the intensity of the games and how the pace. There's no stoppages. It, it's it has a, it has a twist of soccer. It has a twist of a lot of sports. See, that's another one. advantage, and I didn't I didn't know that uh, with the uh, Australian with the with the commercials. Because yeah. when when you first had me start watching soccer. And I was like, "Well, this is pretty interesting." And I didn't even—it didn't dawn on me. And you said, "Well, there's no yeah, commercials no till till I till the to. half." And then with this too, yes, it, it, this is entertaining, George. It really it, is. It is. Oh, and really? I, it's it, it's it, on at an odd time. It's it's on late at night. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes the earliest the game will start in an evening for us to be like ten ten thirty. Uh, but they'll, you know, eleven thirty midnight. If you're a night mm-hmm. owl or an early riser, uh, it's it's worth a look. They used to be on ESPN a lot back in the day, but Fox yes. has it now. So check FS1, well, FS2. Pat McCormick, Worm's a huge fan of this. Yeah. He he did used because he used to love the way those the guy the, come out, and yeah, like it, the, yeah, the referee. Yeah, it looked like Panama Jack. Yeah, and that's where we first we probably used to watch on ESPN two. It was on. You know, when I remember the first time I ever got introduced to it when I was a kid, it would probably be in the late eighties. I remember when I'll go to up to West Liberty games for football on a Saturday. When I'd watch College Game Day would come on at like eight thirty or nine o'clock, mm. it would there would be one of these AFL games on before it. Yeah, so it would be right. like finishing right as Lee Corso and Chris Fowler and all them yep. guys were coming on back when that was in its like infancy. Mm. So that's how I, I I'm an absolute diehard fan of this sport. I think it's just so good so entertaining just like chris said not penalties it's not ruled by officials you barely even notice the officials no that's it's, and, exactly. and they only ever replay things if it's a goal like on a goal mm. on a scoring situation where if it's a behind or there's a lot of uh, you know intricacies and different rules that you know you gotta get used to but really a cool sport to, to follow well so. and another thing too and another thing that we we bitch about every freaking game in the nfl Pass interference. Right. You don't have it. Well, actually, you can't have high tackles and meter penalties and stuff. So well, there is a degree of that, but pass interference isn't really a thing so long as you don't go uh, high on a guy, like or up around his neck or something. Right. Like, you know, you, or, or, you know, that's that's frowned upon. You can get penalized so for that. So is this but, week one then coming up? Yeah, we got week one uh, going into action starting tonight. We're actually early Thursday morning. Uh, so I am so pumped up about this. Uh, it, it it goes on until the springtime. Got Carlton and Richmond uh, kicking things off at four twenty a.m. Eastern uh, on Friday night. There's a ten forty five match, so I don't know if it'll be on, but you can probably get it on the Fox Sports app. Ooh. West Coast and North Melbourne. That's not a very good game. Two really bad teams. Uh, but anyway, real quick, I'll have George, picks. Yeah, good. No, I just say. 
Hey, stay in, get some rest uh, uh, Friday night. I'll come to your place Saturday morning, 425. <laughs> Western Bulldogs versus Melbourne Demons. There you go. 425 in the morning? Yeah. No, I don't think that's going to work. I'll be the baby. <laughs> Not with March Madness. The baby will still be crying. He'll be him in weeks. He'll still be closing down the club, probably. <laughs> no, but I'm glad you brought this up, Matt, because I, I was unaware. But that, that, this is... This is fun. It's a good watch. I uh, urge you, and again, feedback, contact at thepinerypodcast.com. If you have any questions, you can call the radio show on Mondays, uh, Tuesdays, or Thursdays if you want to talk about any of this stuff. I I just urge people to try to open, broaden your horizons a little bit because mm-hmm. sometimes this in North American sports have been so uh, they, they've been so overtaken by money mm-hmm. and, and just greed. It's taken away in, uh, from the actual product on the field, and, and this is some pure stuff still. It is. And that's why it I is. love soccer, which I know a lot of people don't like the diving and i i get it that's that's frustrating to me as well but uh, aussie rules football uh is definitely worth a watch so give it a look uh it's, it's you know right up there with golf nascar just some intriguing mm-hmm. broad horizon type sports uh i'll have picks going up throughout the each week I'll have, I'll have games that i like every weekend so uh be checking them out at the pine room podcast you'll have all those picks each week on our twitter our instagram all across of our social media uh just real quick as before we go to break Geelong Cats won it last year. They were just great towards the end of the year. You, about 10 weeks to go, you could tell they were going to win it. They were just dominating. Uh, just just really good players. Uh, they just Dane, Patrick Dangerfield and Tom Hawkins, and these guys are just beasts. So uh, they're yeah. going to be tough to beat. Plus 450, they're, they're the favorites right now. Brisbane, Melbourne, Richmond, all top contenders. Uh, I'll get more into it as we go along each week. I'll, I'll try to bring a little bit of information to you, uh, maybe give you some inf- uh, something you didn't know about it each week, some interesting tip. Uh, but I like two plays that I'm going to give out right here, uh, right now, and then I'll put them in the, uh, on social media as well. I like the Gold Coast Suns to finish in the, in the playoffs this year in the top eight. It's a $3 bet. Uh, Their young team got some really good players. Had some injuries late last year. I think they would have probably made it last year. So top eight is, is playoffs for for this. So the is this is an eighteen team league. Yes, they okay. they call so it top the, eight. Yeah, they call it the finals, uh, in, which is not really the finals. The grand final is the mm. actual final. So you got the top eight. That's who qualifies for the playoffs. So I like Gold Coast to make the top eight this year, three to one. I think it's a really good price. And I like the uh, Fremantle Dockers top four finish for them. They they made the uh, the finals last year and had a solid run, but. Uh, couldn't really get past Geelong. They didn't have anything for him. So uh, good stuff there from the AFL. I love love the stuff. I hope everyone will check it out. So they and, uh, say the finals is basically us saying playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Their their finals is considered playoffs. That's the top eight. Yeah. Okay. So and they got they got cool they got cool formats too. They got replay. Like the top two teams only have to win once to get into the semifinals, and mm-hmm. versus the other teams have to win two times. So it's set up pretty neat. So anyway, we'll talk more about it. As time goes on, um, we're going to take a break on Better's Last Stand. We're going to come back. We're going to be quick. We're going to finish up with a little XFL racing, and I think that's going to be it. And we'll get you ready for March Madness. We'll be right back on Better's Last Stand with the one, the only, Ric Flair in studio. Reminder, Better's Last Stand is for informational and entertainment purposes only. All wagering activities should only be conducted by those 21 years of age or older and within the confines of federal, state, and local law. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, contact 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. You're watching Better's Last Stand.
All right, welcome back into Better's Last Stand. This is our 32nd show. We're joined here by legendary handicapper around the valley, uh, George the Champ Kettlewell, the Pine Room's uh, famous father. Yeah, he's like our four, our founding mm-hmm. father. A uh, couple things here, just uh, a couple of thoughts I wanted to share on NCAA tournament betting uh, that I thought were key for this week. Uh, don't listen to these idiots on TV. If you want to listen to VSIN or some of those betting networks to give you some ideas, okay, that's good. though, Because they're going to give you information, not going to tell you. Don't be listening to Seth Davis and all these clowns yeah. on television, Clark Kellogg. Uh, Jay Wright actually seems pretty sharp on there. So, But from a betting standpoint, if you're trying to make money in this thing, uh, here's some advice. Don't listen to them. Uh, don't eat and drink like a madman during these games either. Like if you're drunk by the, the time that the 2 o'clock games are starting off, uh, chances are you're not going to win many bets, and uh, that's the worst thing you can do. Uh, I.e. Mark Delbert. Well, but, <laughs> yeah. but he but he doesn't normally. Oh no, he's usually locked in. I'm no, more... you your bets are usually done before oh, you yeah. go. He makes it. He doesn't bet with it like his drinking involved. He's he's he does it early. Right, because then that way too, then you don't let Mark influence you. Like if you guys <laughs> have been drinking, he'll say George bet twenty dollars on this. Yeah, team. Mark. Uh, I I thank you. Oh, <laughs> hey, what are you thinking like uh yeah. in the winter game, you know? He doesn't know. That's so coach's you know. biggest obstacle and, and is I drinking. Think that, and I think that's why George wins the a, a good uh, he, he, George is well over 500. Oh yeah. And but because you study it and then you don't uh, alcohol's not a factor. No. You don't make any dumb no. decisions. I mean, you're not going to win them all, but anyway, no. go ahead, Matt. Sorry. Yeah, no. I just, I just, no, I just, um, but just, that, but that that's the sense. biggest downfall to a lot of people, Coach, especially mm-hmm. the more he eats uh, or the more he drinks. It's really yeah. the more he drinks. Uh, you know, you miss tip-offs. You're, you're betting stupid bets you don't really like. So just mm-hmm. if you're trying to make money in this, just keep it together. Uh, bet, make your bets early. And in play is an opportunity, but if you're getting all fucked up, it's not going to be good mm-hmm. for you. You're just not going to. Not going to win uh, long term. You're going to make stupid impulse decisions and bet more than you want to, or whatever, or miss out on chances that you did like because you're drunk and you're passed out in the booth somewhere or at the bar. Uh, have your apps loaded, ready to go. Get your money deposited. Don't be waiting until the game starts to get those things ready because you know, everybody always has a problem. Oh, I can't get my app to work. Why did you yeah. sort this out last night before yes. the the game just tipped mm-hmm. off? Uh, that's a common problem that we deal with, and we don't want to have that happen. Uh, and then, you know, if you're trying to win and turn profits here, watch watch some of the games in a relaxed atmosphere. Your own house, your home base, somewhere mm-hmm. where you can listen, watch, pay attention, uh, and, and then always go with your first instincts, like I did with UCLA and Texas. Even though things have changed for them, uh, I, I don't. The last thing I want is to uh, get beat because I didn't have them teams that I liked all year. Mm-hmm. So stick with your gut. Uh, a lot of times, you, you, at least you can sleep at night when you do that. If you go against it, it's exactly he George, always says. You no, know, he, he when I, he and I were talking today about that. He, you just said something about your gut. You ignore the numbers, and sometimes you just said, "I, I have this feeling." This, and and a lot of times, your eyes tell you too. Oh yeah, exactly. Yep, he knows. And he keep watches. focused. You know. Yep. Yes. Focus in. Yeah, sometimes you have a premonition who's going to win. Mm-hmm. Right. Something sometimes like that. that that works the best. Sometimes that's a lot easier than trying to figure it out with crunching numbers. So, mm-hmm. anyway, best of luck to everybody in the NCAA tournament. Yes. We'll be putting our picks up on social throughout uh, and talking about it each week as we go to Sweet 16 next week. We'll have uh, a lot of observations. All right, finishing up here, uh, XFL last week. Chris favorites four and zero last week, and then mm-hmm. two and two. On the over and unders, uh, any any thoughts from last week's games? That you had a couple of winners in XFL. Yeah, what, so. what I had uh, um, some uh, Houston. 
Yep. Right. I had Houston them. rolled, and then you had a total too, I believe. Um, yes. Um, but I, I don't remember I talked my head. Uh, but I, I do want to note, and I think we I brought this to, not to your attention, but uh, Sunday when we were at the club, uh, that uh, St. Louis game. I don't know who they were playing. It was that they had uh, thirty eight San Antonio maybe thirty eight thousand fans at that game. Yeah, yeah, no, we saw Which that. Which I thought yeah. was, was great. fantastic. No, that's I, awesome. Uh, and yeah, because we remarked about St. Louis not having a pro team anymore, and right. maybe people were getting behind that. Right. So I mean, I, I'm sure probably these other, well, some of these other cities. I mean, a lot of them have have teams already, but that that was that was encouraging to see because I actually sure like the uh, at least I, when I say I like the product, I mean the quality is not as good as is. The NFL, but but uh, we've said this before about some of the rules that they have. I think are pretty neat. Yeah, yeah. It, I, it, I think it's, it's been pretty good overall. I, I've been impressed with it. I thought I thought it's been the best of the of the football leagues, like the rogue league so far. Champ, yes. have you watched any XFL? A little bit. Uh, uh, some of it. Yeah. Um, the rules are you know, kind of strange. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Different. Different. Right. Yep. Um, one of your favorite Steelers is it? Head coach is San Antonio, and he Heinz Ward. Yeah, Heinz Ward. Heinz Ward. Rod yeah. Woodson's a coach too. Yeah, Rod Woodson, another Steeler. Wade great. Phillips. Yeah, you got you got some old timers in there. Um, observations, Chris. I think you and I talked about this last week. Um, it seems to to me and you that DC and Houston are the two yes. best teams. Mm-hmm. I think by a decent margin. And, and, and there hasn't been a team. I thought Orlando was going to be just god awful, but all the teams are, are decently competitive. But do you still feel Houston and in uh, DC? From what are the I've two seen so teams? far, I mean, yeah. what, what are we going into? What week five? This is week maybe? five, yeah. And how many weeks they go? Uh, I don't know if they're playing everybody. Play, they play everyone twice. Yeah, because there's, there's eight teams, right? Yeah, they may play everybody twice. Mm-hmm. So I then I wouldn't think it would be more than no. that. But I maybe maybe it's only going to be 10 or 12. So, But it uh, looks like uh, Orlando's uh, pulling up the rear. Yeah, they're they're not very good. Well, I, I, I the figured they team. probably weren't going to be very good when I saw them <laughs> starting Paxton Lynch And he in got week benched one. Like in week by, one. Sec, by the end of the uh, first I mean, half. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it wasn't good. Um, yeah, so favorites to, uh, 4-0 last week. The totals have been pretty even right around uh, – I'm almost – Two and two almost every week. Uh, the, the numbers have been pretty good. The bookmakers have got them pretty well gauged. The favorites are kind of locked in. The teams who are good, you can kind of see. Uh, this week, I, I thought Houston, that's a good game. Houston and Seattle, uh, both coming off wins mm-hmm. last week. I, I, I'm going to lean Houston there. I think that's not enough points. I think they should be laying more than two and a half. So I'll be taking the Roughnecks on Thursday. Chris, any thoughts on that game? No, I, I, I like Houston, too, even yeah. though it's on the road. Yeah. But, uh, you know, giving two and a half. Wade will have them ready. I feel good uh, yeah. giving two and a half. And then on Saturday's card, uh, D.C. D.C. and St. Louis. Going that should be a Hornets good game. Nest. I'm going to take D.C. I've been riding them since week one. when they, They're actually dogs the first two weeks, and not, that kind of was flipped now. They're laying a small spread, too, on the road to St. Louis. Right. I'll be going with D.C. in that game, and then the nightcap in that game, I'm going to be playing the Orlando and Vegas game under. Chris, any thoughts on Saturday's call? Uh, I, I think that, that first game on Saturday is, is, is an intriguing matchup. D.C. at St. Louis. Uh, I'm going to take the uh, the underdog. I'm going to take the home team. I, okay. I, I was encouraged by what I saw. Yep. And crowd the, the advantage, crowd, maybe. And, which, was, which was pretty cool. So I'm going to go with St. Louis and – and um, although in Vegas, I'll take those them. They're they're given seven and a half. Uh, I feel comfortable with that. I just I think thought right. Orlando was just awful. They're bad. They're really bad. I yeah. I, I I like the under in that game because I don't know if Orlando will score double digits. So 
Uh, I would expect <laughs> Vegas to, to pound them pretty good. And then uh, Sunday's game, 10 o'clock Eastern kickoff on ESPN2. Arlington and San Antonio, pretty good matchup here. I'm going to be taking the dog in this game. I like Arlington a little better than San Antonio, but uh, a very even matchup. Any thoughts on that well, one? Well, it lo- looks 36. like, yeah, I, I just noticed that total there. What, what, is that a combination of good defense or inept offense? I, think or I, what? I, I don't think either one of those teams has great offenses, but uh, I think both their defenses have been pretty stout so far. So, yeah. As you see, the totals are starting to creep into the 40s. Each week yes. they've gotten a little yes. higher, but that game's still staying down around 36. Mm. The first few weeks they were all 35, 36, 37 range. Then it went up a little 36, 37, 38. Well, it's mm. the battle, a battle of Texas. I, I'm going to... Uh, I want to take uh, Arlington getting two and a half. I agree. I'm I going to take Arlington, the Renegade. Yep. And you can check these picks out. Chris will finalize his numbers and send them to me, and I'll post them on social media for the weekend. So you will uh, be able to have those if you miss it here. Uh, we'll have more uh, analysis and picks on the uh, social media out- outlets, the Instagram and the Twitter. So check those out. All right, finishing up here, we got racing to talk about really quick. Next week, we're going to have Sam on the show. Be yes, sure and check his picks out. Uh, as soon as we get Jub the computer uh, finalized, we can call Sam in. He's going to be uh, coming on the show after he's done work, talking about who he likes in racing. Uh, last week's race, William Byron wins back to back. He wins at Phoenix. Uh, rolling, he won at Vegas the week before, fourteen to one. He was last week. I got to say, I faded him last week. Uh, lost a matchup against him. Didn't didn't work out very good for me. So. Uh, Chris, you had a top well, five with yeah, well, no. Chris Bell that you missed out on. By I one got a spot. question. I heard, I heard this new term now when you talk about you and Coach fading. What's that? What do you? That mean? means you just play against. You're like down. Like oh, okay, all right, like yeah. okay, yeah. So that's what that's what fade means. So yeah, it's good, good question. So yeah, if you hear us say we're fading, we're basically going against that person. Okay, all right, yep, all right. So this week in NASCAR action, we are at Atlanta. Mm. This is the Ambetter Health 400 Super uh, Speedway, right? Yes. Champs boy Chase Elliott, the defending champ, uh, but he's out of action. He's uh, champ. You were they, they, you were really bummed out about that. Yeah, oh, I mean, that was the man. I mean, I mean, you you you'd bet him quite often in, in, in last year, even this year, and then he got hurt. And who's your go to? I don't know who to go to anymore. Well, he had he had Hamlin. Yeah. Who did he have last week? He had Hamlin, Hamlin and. and uh, Ch- geez, who was the other one? Logano. Because I remember, I remember Dylan, watching it with you guys. Bowman. Larson, maybe. Mm-hmm. Larson and Hamlin, I think. Yeah. 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 So Kyle Larson, I keep waiting for him to win. Um, yeah, this is a super speedway. It's a, it's different. They reconfigured it a little mm-hmm. bit and put some more banking into it. Yes. It's been hard for me to figure out. Uh, some of the super speedway racers have done better. So we'll take a look at the, a couple of those guys. So when we say super speedways, there's comparisons to Talladega and Daytona. It's not still not quite as banked as that. But still a fast track and a lot of it's not as room long to maneuver, length, right? No, no, because like Talladega is two and a half. Yeah, this was only less than two miles, right? So, right. Yeah, it's but uh, they they cook. They, yeah, they, no, they they, they, they go sh- fast and yeah. it is a good track. Um, the Hendrick cars have been great here. William Byron won here last year too. Chase Elliott won the last time they were here. So the Hendrick cars that those would be uh, obviously Elliott out of action. But you got Byron Bowman and Larson, mm-hmm. and then you have uh, um, oh. Uh, 
Jeez, draw, Josh Barry, geez. Uh, he's filling in for Chase Elliott. So any of those cars, I think, probably going to be contenders here. I'll be trying to beat them uh, just price-wise. Ryan Blaney always runs well in Atlanta. I'll be taking a shot with him. Uh, Austin Sindrick, good good long track racer, uh, restrictor plate type racer. He's 30 to 1. I'll be taking a shot with him. And then two guys who have really good track history here. Daniel Suarez, 25 to 1. Eric Jones, 30 to 1. I look for both of those guys to be knocking on the door around top 10, top 5. And then the long bomber, Justin Haley, runs really well on long, big tracks. Uh, this speedway's not quite banked perfectly for him, but he did finish well here. He had a top five here in the fall last year. So those are the guys that I like. Chris, anybody stand out from your perspective? Well, I, I, I don't know how he's done at this track, but a guy that I like, and I hope that uh, – I don't think he's he's – hasn't uh, been in victory lane yet is uh, Ross Chastain. Is, yeah, is he, no, he's I like him. I mean, he's 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 plus twelve hundred. I, I think I, Ross, I like... Ross Chastain to me has one of the most versatile games. Mm-hmm. He's good on all the tracks. I feel right. like he's very. He's not a guy that I have like a stereotype mm-hmm. like okay, this guy can only race this track. He's he's mm-hmm. very good all the way around. So I like that bet. I think I think him in he. Kyle Larson and Ryan Blaney are all like desperately overdue to win a race. Yes, They're, they it's all had great cars. Seems... Yeah, Blaney hadn't won in, like over a year. Right, like he right. didn't win all last year. He made the playoffs, but just uh, couldn't couldn't get to. Hey, and lane. Real, real quick, Matt, out of the two, the the hot shot rookies, who's having a better year so far, Gibbs or the Gregson? Honestly, both guys are kind of treading water right now. Neither one of them has, has performed at probably up to what mm. their standards are. You usually see that maybe early on. They're kind of feeling their way out. The second right. time they hit some of these tracks, I think they'll do better. Mm. Uh, I, I would probably say Todd Gibbs yeah. just a little bit better. And I actually backed um, Gregson a couple of weeks ago at, I think it was Vegas, uh, and and he he didn't he let me down he didn't he right. had been good there but these cars are different so these guys are getting used to it so that's a great yeah. rookie uh, group there those yeah, two I guys, do like so those guys it'll be uh, a good finish NASCAR is wide open as ever got great value here you got so many good racers Joey Logano's had two bad weeks in a row so don't count him out he's not really ever been that great in Atlanta but a guy as good as him uh, he can kind of win anywhere so uh, check our picks out social media we'll have those all posted. And our last event of the week to talk about here, just briefly, uh, the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. So F1 was off last week. Max Verstappen dominated two weeks ago uh, in Bahrain. He just, I mean, he literally led every lap of the race. He just completely dominated. Uh, well, actually, Sergio Perez did lead a couple when he was pitting, but uh, he uh, he just, you know, continues to outperform everybody. So Red Bull, we gave you a couple winners. We actually did pretty well in there. We had Red Bull on the podium. Uh, the Aston Martins look strong right now. Lance Stroll and Fernando Alonso, uh, unexpected uh, tick up for them. Mercedes was not great. Ferrari was terrible. Uh, I don't know how that's going to work here. So it's hard for me to give you any picks here right now. I'm going to wait till the weekend till they till they qualify because these cars are so uh, just finely tuned instruments, and you just you, you'll be able to tell yeah. a lot. He's, of, I mean, minus two hundred. He's had, yeah, he's a he's, well, yeah, he wins he's, there. well. You you gave us that printout. Uh, yeah, fifteen the, the, times last year. Fifteen. Oh, and he did win uh, the Saudi Grand Prix last year. But interestingly enough, he overtook uh, Charles Leclerc very late in the race. Leclerc wow. led it led thirty laps in that race last year. Uh, Max only had six laps led, but he he passed him at the right time and finished it off. Ferrari was strong here last year. They finished second and third. Uh, Leclerc. Second, Carlos Sainz. Third, Sergio Perez was fourth in the Red Bull. The Mercedes did not run very well here. The McLarens were just so-so. The Aston Martins, who seem to be the team that's improved the most in the offseason, they were down around 12 and 13 last year, but they've made immense strides. And Fernando Alonso is a guy that's probably going to win a race this year if his if their cars continue to hang. They were, they were probably the second most impressive behind the Red Bulls. 
in uh, Bahrain a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So keep an eye on it. Don't I mean I would never advise anybody going against uh, the Red Bull guys. They're they're really they're really tough to beat right now. But I think you can get some really good picks on the top six. I'll be giving out a few of those over the weekend, and then maybe another double podium type sweep for Red Bull. You can get that at plus money, and then you always got matchups to turn to here, and then you got they have all kinds of parlay options too. So you can get basically like a horse race trifecta kind of thing that you can play. So lots of things to look forward to. Uh, Red Bull seems to be dominant. As I said, Aston Martin looking very strong. Mercedes just so-so. Um, Ferrari will bounce back, but they've not been, they, they were not good last uh, or two weeks ago. And then who's going to be the other team? The McLarens were just dreadful in week one uh, team that I was high on, but they've been awful. Um, we'll see. The Alpine team, I, I did not like them either. They, they're they slipping a little. And uh, then he got Williams and Haas just treading water. So hard to say how it's going to shake out, but most of the time you're going to see Red Bull on top. So we'll uh, stick with that opinion for now until we see something otherwise. But it should be a good good week of action. Uh, this this is a – I think this is a late morning race on uh, – do I have the time? Yeah, 1 p.m. actually All kind Sunday. of stuff going on so, this week. So a good racing day. You got that leading right into the NASCAR uh, Cup Series around 3.30. You got college basketball too. So uh, And that F1 race this week against Saudi Arabia at the Jeddah course. So we'll uh, stay tuned. Check our picks out on social. We have plenty of them posted between myself, Chris, Coach, Sam, uh, I'll put champs picks for his yeah. uh, regional finals and so forth, and we'll be passing along all the information. So, all right, that about does it for us from Better's Last Stand. Uh, what are your thoughts, George? George? Uh, thanks I mean, it was for great joining that you us. Came in. I, we need. Well, it. thank you for inviting me, and uh, been very interesting uh, talk about sports and. Yeah, and it, and the, and the listeners get to know you. Listen, and they kind of pick your brain a little bit. Just hear hear your. So what, what you're thinking so before, and, and, and before your strategies before we sign off it would only be appropriate for you to give us one of your nursery rhymes one of your favorite nursery rhyme jokes for our listeners they don't get right. to hear this all the time it's been a long time like, you too. got a lot of fans out here so leave them with something that, that something to give them a good laugh Mary had a little lamb that's what she gets for fucking around with sheep <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, it's perfect. perfect. I want to know one thing. When's West Liberty play next? Uh, Tuesday? Probably be Tuesday, yeah. And that's the Indian? They're the, they're the, Evansville, Indiana. They're the two seed, right? Yeah, Nova Southeastern and one. And yeah. Yeah, that's going to be cool stuff. Well, they, we'll hammered, talk about that. Uh, they hammered IUP. Yeah, they did. They, they beat the West shit West Liberty's playing really good right now. I, I knew they meant business when they beat Fairmont's ass last week. Uh, right. They're, they're going to be tough, and so will Nova. So maybe they meet in the finals. We'll talk about that next week on our shows yes. on WKKX. Mm. So be sure you tune in noon on Tuesday and Thursday. Uh, actually, this Thursday, which will be the day or no, day yesterday. We're out for the Mountaineers, but we'll be back on regular Tuesday, Thursday every week, 12 to 3. And then on Mondays, our regular spot, two, uh, 2 to 3. No, I said 12, 12 to 3 Tuesday and Thursday and 2 to 3 on Monday. There we go. I'll get it eventually. Well, George, I appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to join us. It's been, it's it. been Champ, a pleasure. Champ, where, where are you heading now? To the club, watch the ball games? Is that oh, the plan? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Stop by the Vets Club uh, later this weekend. You'll probably see all of us there at some point or another yeah, as we uh, enjoy the March Madness and all the other sports that are going on. NASCAR, we got all kind of things to do. Uh, all right, for the champion, George Kettlewell, and for Chris here, I'm Matt saying so long from Thank Better's you. Last Stand. We will see you in the Pine Room soon. Have a great weekend, everybody. God bless you. Good night. I'm not a crook. <laughs> <laughs>